Welcome to Exit 11 Podcast, where we talk about sports, fashion, and everything in between. This is ex- this is episode three. Episode three. I'm the main host, Ricky. I'm Gabe. Welcome back, guys. Yeah. So um, today, today we got a special interview. We got a special interview with uh, Albert Serrano, MLB prospect from right um, here in Rockland County. Right too. here, Rockland County. Mm-hmm. Right here, right here with us. So, um, but we're gonna hit two quick topics really quick, two quick fashion, uh, one one fashion and one sports That's topic it. really mm-hmm. quick, and then we're gonna get into the interview with uh, Albert Serrano. Okay, yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, so first topic, so what is good? What is good? What is, what's good with this officiating nowadays? Like, all right, so the officiating in all sports is just out of whack to me, but let's just talk about, let's say basketball where like you know, coaches and players are able to get close enough to the refs. Like yeah, refs, refs are refs are changing calls because players are overreacting. Or coaches are like, "Whoa, you change your call. stick with your call. Basketball. You made a call. Stick with the call. Stop, stop, stop switching calls because of overreactions. people are, over reactions. You got to. It's you gotta, like you that in football too. It's just different from coaches in football. More so like receivers, something like that. That like gotta. Pass interference or something, but didn't get called. They, they get they're they're pretty close to the refs, but in basketball, coaches and players are definitely you know overreacting, and a lot of coaches, I mean, a lot of referees are definitely just not 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 keeping not not staying styling basically. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they change their call based on the reaction of mm-hmm. the coach or of the player, mm-hmm. and it depends on what type of caliber player you are as well. If you're like a LeBron. You know what I'm saying? And you start complaining, you'll definitely get the call. But if you're, you know, some make the calls. Yeah, Just make yeah, the calls. Yeah, yeah. Why does it matter who's who? Another thing of what we uh, we talk about from time to time in football, when you get when there's a bigger hit, like like if someone like if it's a big hit and the crowd yeah, is like. Yeah, yeah. And the kid stays on the ground. Yeah, the, yeah. the the ref puts more emphasis on, on that. that just because the kid is on the ground and it's hurt. If it's a big hit, it's a big hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you putting more emphasis on the call because the kid is on the ground still and all this? It's, it's, just, it's all about the optics, man. It's you know, the optics. Optics it's, is a little. If it looks bad, some people think it is bad. But you know, look at uh, Mahomes. He got cracked against uh, the Bills and went out for the rest of the game, but came back. You know, next game, no beef. It looked a lot worse than what it was. I even thought he was done for, uh, for I'm not going to hold you, for the rest of the season. He, so he came up looking wildly. I knew, I, knew, I, was a, I, knew, I knew he was good. I knew he was good. Uh, but I'm but, not going to lie, bro. But, if you've seen that look in his face, it looked like it was over. But still, they... Referees... You got, you got refs that's just trying to take over the game, man. Yeah, yeah. They try to people pay, people pay their money to come see certain people, certain stars, and you're taking them out of the game because it's... Yeah, the, the refs yeah, want to yeah. be bigger than the game now. So mm-hmm. it's a little... They're trying to put their stamp on the game a little more to show that the officiating is there when a lot of the times, officiating... They be... There's bad calls made all the time. Bad calls made all the time. And one thing I want to say real quick, that's why they're going to... That's why they're looking at... Automated strike calls in baseball. Yeah, that's it. But if that gets, if we start, if we get to that, I, I got my opinions on that. That's a, a lot of a lot of sports is the human error. So I mean, human error is what we we, we do need yeah, the human error. We can't have robots making calls. Exactly, because it it becomes unfun if you're able to sneak something by a ref and get away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it puts a little bit of joy in <laughs> in the game. It's whack for the person it's getting done to. Um, unless it's Not just, to say that, you know, people be doing sneaky stuff or anything like that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, um, when it comes to those type of things, you know, like, 
it's all about the human error that makes the game a lively At game. At the same you know time, saying? the human error does make it. We talking. The refs are in the way, but they're kind of not. We kind of need them at the same time, so yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's yeah. a sticky situation, man. I don't know, man. But, but um, yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel? This is a completely different situation topic that I'm about to get into. Um, it's not sports. This is more on a fashion tip. Mm -hmm. Um, recently, I think like Offset went and like tweeted or something like that about how he's a trendsetter, and um. Yeah that about a year ago people weren't wearing jordans and nikes everybody was designer down mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he's the trendsetter that's really changing the game he he he, he Yo, because of him they, mm -hmm. do, how do you feel like son as a sneakerhead yourself how how does that make you feel son we've been doing this for yeah 10 plus just, years yeah yeah how's it possible the offset came in within what a year ago that just started wearing nikes and now he's talking about trendsetters you know how we say about a lot of these rappers a lot of these rappers you, you look at some of these rappers pictures before they was on they they they, they look like they look like they named they named backwards when you, when you look at some of them so it's like a lot of them really wasn't doing that before they got checks so oh my gosh you know so when they get the check you know they get the name you got the you got the who is with? he got the status oh, uh, amigos he's got the no who is he with who is the shorty oh cardi He's got Cardi, he's got, you know, it's, it's, so it's lit. So so now, you know, he thinks he's this, So he but, but we talk about that little bubble. He's, he's living in his little bubble because he's influenced the people around him. If you got your cousin, you got people this, they wearing Jordans because you're wearing Jordans, then okay, you influence them. But people yeah. need to stop putting their small influence on bigger people. You, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't make me start wearing Jordans because people around you were wearing it, you influenced them. Stay in your bubble. Not only weren't you making me wear Jordans, there you just started copying Jays and all these other things. Like yo, it's like that's why I like that show, the sneaker show with Joe LaPuma. It's it's mm -hmm. it's it's a lit the show, don't get me wrong. Yeah, mm -hmm. but it's like yo, you get one of those shows, bro, and all of a sudden now you're an authority on sneakers and. You know, influencing and stuff like that. Or you're telling you the gatekeeper you, you thing is this, people gotta chill this, with that. Yo. It's 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 out of pocket because to me it's like you're saying things that you have no clue. You're saying things on such a macro scale mm -hmm. from the, from just your small bubble and you know the way that you're thinking that the that the micro is is outrageous because like outraged. Excuse me, mm -hmm. because people who've been doing this for years. Look at you crazy. Yeah. Dog, where were you when we were standing online for sneakers? And people were wilding. Gates were getting <laughs> tossed around for kids. Like, where were you then? Where aren't you? Like, you just came in the game. People have been doing this offset. Is the, is the, is the, is the point. It just looks bad for business on his end. Because to me, it's like, dog, you sound like a clown, yo. You're like, you sound like a big clown just saying something where it's like, yo... Y'all wasn't doing this a year ago, bro. Yeah, you fall in that same category. You fall in the same. <laughs> you're, you're, you're like why? Because people are putting their whole lives on Instagram and all this type of stuff. Yeah. But then, but then trying to say that you weren't doing this. Well, oh, you weren't. Well, we could backtrack and see that you were doing this. We, we can see the this. Oh, what Insta? We have the receipts. We have the receipts. Instagram <laughs> says 2016. You were wearing pony. You were wearing pony sneakers. You were. So you just, just stop, got man. in you off of this, so, bro. You just got a little bit of cash. Like, yo, people get a little bit of cash, yo, and think they, they're they good. Their whole swag changes. Everybody like, changes. you went from wearing changes. Polo, Assassin, 
or something like that or what p- 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 um what's the polo you P- um, <laughs> USPS yeah um, to Givenchy yes, yeah to Givenchy right right in a matter of like months right stop it remember where you came from bro you weren't you weren't there if this is where you were back then keep that same mentality stay humble you can't you can't just pull up out of nowhere thinking you're, you're not you're not humble though so you talking about stay humble <laughs> you talking about me <laughs> I'm a humble guy man you know I I remember where I came from that's all that matters but at the end of the day for Offset man you need to just check yourself bro at the door like as the as the OGs used to say yo yeah yo Offset <laughs> you you talking you influence people you influence people around you but you didn't influence people around the map or yeah. anything like that maybe these young it's cats, not as big as you're making it bro. maybe maybe these cats that are in middle school right now the you cats might, they you love might, you they yeah. love the Migos and they love the yeah. weird sounds they love the weird sounds that people yeah. have been making maybe in the songs the and cats, stuff so, you know so saying, maybe you influence other them. than that just keep it just keep it to your general vicinity don't go on Twitter say something that everyone's gonna see and think that nobody's gonna just check you on it. Like, we can backtrack. We can backtrack and confirm that. So stop know, it, man. But yeah, man. So it's time, man. Let's let's. I know. Yeah, very excited about this. Let's, because, yo, man. Let's 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 do what we what we came to do. Yeah. You know, the interview we came to do. Let's so introduce my guy and get him on here, man. Yeah, man. So, um. So yeah. So I'm gonna bring on. We're uh. So we're going. We're going. We're going to bring on right now. This uh, Abel Serrano. St. Joseph Regional High School. He's from, uh, he lives in Nanuet. He, uh, he plays in the outfield. And um, MLB prospect, like I mentioned before. How about Serrano, let's, bring let's bring him on. What's going on, man? How you been? Good, good, good. good. Thank you for taking the time out to come out here, thanks, man. Thanks, 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 thanks. I'm gonna have this, man. One thing real quick, I've said outfield. Tell the people quickly, are you, you, you you are you versatile you 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 know center center field is usually the most athletic uh and the most you know versatile you know position so you mm-hmm. you 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 can play the center or whatever but can you play do you play other do you play all parts of the outfield oh uh, yeah i could play right center mm-hmm. left field you know mm-hmm. wherever the team needs me i um i used to play third base a little bit mm-hmm. but I, yeah center field, you. Center field so. you know i feel comfortable out there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i feel like that's the best fit for me okay all right um you know, what was one of your, like, earliest memories of, you know, playing baseball? Like, mm-hmm. you know, when did you first start playing baseball? And, you know, just like, just just an early memory like that you could always think of, you know, mm-hmm. that'll just put you in the in the right state of mind. Um, you know, it starts when I was little. Um, I picked it back up when I was 12. And ever since I was 12, you know, the rest was just history from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what do you what do you what do your parents do for a living? Um, my mom, she does um, a property owner. Mm-hmm. My dad does like a lot of construction. Mm-hmm. You know, they work together, and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and um, you know, what was like who 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 out of the two like really put you on the track for baseball? Um, you know, my mom, she's more of a school. She's heavy on school. School comes first. Education, yeah, definitely. Yeah, my dad. He's more of a sports guy. Mm-hmm. He's the one that always impacted me, uh, influenced me in sports, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. That's 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 good. So though. you see, you're looking. It seems like you're getting. You got both of the best of the both worlds. Yeah, both mm-hmm. two different focuses combined. That's that's good. That's good. So um, 
Do you have siblings and uh, what are what are their interests? Um, yeah, I got a older brother. Mm -hmm. He's right now twenty. Mm -hmm. uh, six six. You know, I wish I had his. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he uh, he he was a hooper. Mm -hmm. Um, but now he's into fashion. You know, and models. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. I got a little sister. Mm -hmm. You know, she looks up to me, so I try to play that big brother role for her. She um very athletic. She's like a girl version of me, actually. She's really nice in sports. Mm -hmm. I got another brother. Um, and then a baby brother that's four, so you know, I just try to influence them. He don't, he don't really got much interest yet, but uh, just chilling out, watching a little TV right uh, now. Right? I mean, the little one, he's actually you see him uh, pick up a baseball bat. Oh, uh, he's 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 on it. Yeah, okay. he's already okay. on it for me. Yeah, okay. he's that's good. Young. That's good. He probably see you out in the field. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, Um, you know, like um. How, you know, tell a little, tell a little bit about like, you know, like your journey throughout like high school. Um, yeah. So my freshman year, you know, I always been playing three sports since middle school. So me and my parents discussed, um, since middle school, they decided to put me in a private school. You know, they told me that once I go to a private school, you know, competition, it's a higher level than public school. Like it's no joke. This is what you really want to do. So I finally convinced them. And they took the time, you know, applied me to the school. Mm -hmm. And um, playing three sports, you know, is really hard. Like, there's always going to be ups and downs. Um, you jump it from sport to sport. You're always playing catch up. But playing football, you know, I always like football. Football is more like, pretty much it's legal. Like, you can hit people and not get in trouble. <laughs> so, legal aggression? Yeah. So, football was always good, you know. It's always fun scoring those big touchdowns. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the crowd, mm -hmm. it's always like I always live up. To, I always live up for those moments. Mm -hmm. um, basketball, you know, transition from football to basketball. You mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. it really helped. The conditioning, everything, the strength, you know, hops, all that mm -hmm, helped. Mm -hmm. And then from baseball, it switched over in the spring, and that was my passion. So he he kind of he kind of went into he went in, you you went into I was gonna that was we were gonna get into a little bit of that so I mean I was gonna so let's get into that then since you that's where you're going with it so about the three sport athlete thing because mm -hmm. that was something that's something that I already cherish you for from all top mm -hmm. you already know that so I I couldn't I couldn't I did this too I couldn't deal with one sport I couldn't even do deal with one sport so I'm saying just you went over it a little bit but. Um, so you went over I, you went over a little bit about three sports. So I, just tell the people how hard it was since because you just said you you love the basketball, you love the football, and also those sports help you in baseball. Mm -hmm. So just tell them like with everything, how everything went this year. How did you feel about not being not playing um, um, the, those yeah. two, two sports, not being a three sport athlete for the mm -hmm. first time? Yeah. So it was my senior year, <clears throat> um, I talked, had a long talk with my family mm -hmm. and my coaches, my mentor everyone and they decided that it would be they'll put me in the best position to just focus on one sport it's my senior year you know give it all mm -hmm. and you know at first it was hard I didn't know how to I didn't know how to handle it because my whole life I've been playing three sports mm -hmm. um, this is the first time ever and I mean at first I'll be home from practice to just training now training for a couple months now um, it got boring after a while. I just want to go out there and play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know, not playing football, especially due to the COVID and everything. And I feel like at first, you know, it was a heartbreak. Mm -hmm. But over time, you know, I just 
always kept baseball, 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 baseball. So that kept me in the track. But then basketball too, you know, it's fun. Basketball, going up there with my friends, playing ball, you know, hitting threes, all that stuff. Like, it was all fun. But like I said, like, I had my mind on baseball. That's what I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And then, now I'm regretting now. With, with everything coming together, though, the way it is, though, mm -hmm. it just seems like it all just makes sense, though, too. Yeah. Right? Like, it seems like, it seems like, the, the decision folded out throughout the year with the football and baseball. I mean, yeah. uh, football and basketball not being really there. Mm -hmm. Everything. The way I think of it is that everything gonna happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and and it played out right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're at St. Joe's right now, mm -hmm. but you're from Nenuet though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how do how do you think you know your progression went? You know, it's go well, going at St. Joe's as opposed to it would have, what if, what it would have went. You know, in Nanuet. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, Nanuet, it was a big transition. You know, the maturity, all that stuff going up. Um, but I feel like St. Joe's was the best fit for me because, you know, the exposure, the competition was at a higher level. Um, I feel like the coaches would be able to get me to the next level. Mm -hmm. Um, compared to go to my public school, and so far it is. And. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no regrets. Yeah, no regrets. That's anymore. good. That's good. Um, yeah, I just want to back up um, a little bit too. Um, so, did you did you play little league or did you play like any little like any type of leagues? Like, yeah. So um, I played little league. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, I was I wasn't that good in little league. Oh, yeah. I, I just started playing. <laughs> yeah, I remember missing every ball. All oh, that stuff, so, yeah. okay, okay. It's a big progression. Mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. When did you like fake notice that you were coming into yourself a little bit? Um, yeah, so it was actually uh, playoffs in Little League, actually. Mm -hmm. um, I remember I had a walk-off single. Oh, wow. Is um, this in the first year or is this like second year in Little League you start um, figuring out? It was like my first, mm, yeah, my first year, first, mm -hmm, going mm -hmm. into my second year in Little mm -hmm. League. Um, I remember to this day it was called a storm. I was rocking number zero, you know, little kid, just fast. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a walk off, and all the parents just telling my parents, "Oh, this kid's gonna be something." Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And to this day, that was a big moment. I still enjoy, still think about it. Time wow, flies. since then, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's what's up, though. Um, you know, tell people like a little bit about like your experience with like scouts and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like just people coming to see you, things like that. Like. How's that? How's that been for you? You know, personally. Um. Yeah. So with scouts is like it's a very humble experience. Mm -hmm. You know, um, a lot of big time scouts is it's very it humbles yourself. You know, from going to a kid that was not looked at under the radar a little. You know, once that moment comes, like you gotta be ready. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I was given that moment. You know, God led me to that path, and. I just did my, I just bowled out. Yeah, mm -hmm. right, you just mm -hmm. bet on yourself, yeah. pretty much. Mm -hmm. That's good, man. Nah, confidence level is really up there with you, man. Mm -hmm. I, I, I really, I like it. yeah, it's like, it's good to see because, you like, know, you know, know how like people have like that fake confidence and they just be saying stuff and they, yeah. they don't even look like, <laughs> <laughs> they just be like, they just say like, he's matching, like, he's yeah. like, see like he's, he's like, saying, like, I like the maturity. People just be saying stuff, just, they don't even look like that. Like, yeah, for real, I mean. But, know. um. So um I got um so about the draft. Mm -hmm. So so in twenty twenty because you know I do my homework. <laughs> in twenty twenty, you know, the draft went from forty rounds to five rounds. Mm -hmm. But that don't got nothing to do with you because you're not up yet. Mm -hmm. So twenty one, 
Now they're talking about putting it between 20 to 30 rounds. It's not finalized yet, but they put, they're talking about putting it back up in 20 to 30 rounds. Mm-hmm. So, how do you, what do you, what do you, what do you feel about that? How do you, what do you, what do you think about the rounds being added back? You know, it's not finalized yet, but it's going to be at least 20 or 30. So what do you, what do you think about that as, as being a prospect and, mm-hmm. and not having a round projection yet like we spoke about? Um, yeah, you know, I feel bad for, it's always, um, that's like an upset, you know, it limits a lot of people's opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, to pursue their dreams. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just continue to do me, mm-hmm. you know. I just let the man above handle that, those situations for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I just worry about my goal at the end of the day. Do me, continue to wake up, um, exercise, train, train hard every day. You know, that's really all I focus about um, in the moment. And then let the rest, let God do his own thing. So that brings me to the X. Um, are you even worried about where you, are you worried about round projection at all? You just, you sound like you just want to, you sound like you just want to get to your dream. You mm-hmm. sound like it doesn't really matter what round, what number it is. You mm-hmm. sound like, does it matter what round, what round you get picked up in? Does it, does round projection even matter to you? Um, at the end of the day, I just want to pursue my dream. Mm-hmm. And if God gives me the opportunity, you know, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew he was going to say that. This is what he does, man. <laughs> this is what I knew. I knew it already. I knew it. I knew it. Yo, when I when I asked him about coming on and doing this interview, he's like, "Yeah, man, it's all cool, it's all cool." But yo, I gotta get my pot and my parents, my people gotta be here. He's like, "Yeah, it's cool, but but they gotta come too." I said, "All right, cool." Yeah, nah, that's 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 what we love here. That's man. how we knew. Well, that's how we knew. He's a family man. He's a family family dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just to me seeing the way that you're talking. Seeing that maturity level just lets me know that, you know, a lot of things are going to come to your future, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm not trying to sound like no fortune teller or nothing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, nah, it's good to see, like, you know, young men like such mm-hmm. as yourself, you know, coming up and just trying to be the best that they can. I'm staying humble, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I don't think your head's too big or nothing. It's, mm-hmm. it's just good to see that because, you know, it's hard out here, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we already know. Well, one more question real quick, I just want to ask. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel being at Joe's, being around all this talent, all this? Because one thing I know from experience is when you're around the talent, it, 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 you, you seem like you're playing up to the talent. So it's like you have all this talent around you as opposed to being at you at your hometown where you wouldn't have all that talent around you because that's mm-hmm. just how it is. St. Joe's, yeah. you could come to that school from any other place. But but how do you think that's helping you as a player being around those great players though? Um yeah, it helps big time. Mm-hmm. You know, all the kids I hang out with, all athletes, mm-hmm. it motivates me, you know. Mm-hmm. I use that as a motivation because if I slack, I don't want to be the guy at the bottom of the front group, you know. Yeah. It just helps. All the kids being around me, going to big time schools, you know, it's all helps. Mm-hmm. It helps my workout, you know, my training. It, works, it makes me even work even harder. It's a big, it's a big part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I got another question actually. Mm-hmm. So, when you approach the plate, mm-hmm. um, you know, are you aware of like what type of refs are out there? Like, you know, if they if they shrinking the, like the umps, 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 you know, you know, you know the umps vibes. You know, yeah, are you yeah, are you are you aware of the umps vibes? Do you look at that? Are you anxious? Yeah, are you yeah. are you you know you know like, you know an ump is gonna call low strikes today? You know, exactly. it's gonna come high strikes. Are, do, how much do you really pay attention to that as opposed to just paying the pen- facts? Yeah, scouting your opponent, the pitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, umpires. Mm-hmm. You know, it's part of baseball. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Umpires gonna make bad calls, gonna make good calls. You know, at the end of the day, I'm there to do me. Mm -hmm. You know, they made they call a bad, a bad call. I can't let it affect my bat. You know, at the end of the day, I'm there to do me. I'm there to produce. One bad call, not gonna change the game. You got two other strikes. They make they call one bad call straight. You got two more strikes. Mm -hmm. You know, they call the ball good for me, but at the end of the day, I'm there to do my job. And you can't let the umpire take you from your game. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's he, don't, he don't he don't play into the officiating. Yeah, yeah, he don't yeah, he don't yeah, you know they don't do his thing. That's what's up. So while we're while we're on it real quick, why why don't we ask him about the automated strike calling? How do you what do you think about Because yeah. you know they explored a little bit of it in spring training, I think last season at MLB. Yeah. What do you think about Well, you probably since you said you you don't care about the umps anyway, so <laughs> whether whether they call strikes or not, it really yeah. don't matter. But, but I gotta if, ask you. If it's not if if the ump isn't there and it is just not even for you though, like even for somebody on your team that always yeah. talks, that always comes back in the dugout, he's always like, man, oh, or he looks, he sees the ump, he's like, oh, is this ump today? Oh, man, I know he's mm -hmm. going to be calling this, this, this. For someone <laughs> like that, how, what do you think, you know, for him, like, I mean, the strike call? It's going to help him a lot, actually. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of the day, you see a strike, swing at it, like, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go out there, you know, look for your pitch, you know, and don't get too deep in the count. Like, that's when a lot of kids, in my opinion, I think that's how they get into trouble, mm -hmm. you know. That's why the first pitch I see is that fastball. Don't miss it. Mm -hmm. That's all I gotta say. That's what I heard. That's what it, that's what it says. That's what that's what that's what I'm seeing. <laughs> Don't miss it. But um, <laughs> all right. So, real quick before we get into um, because we're gonna ask. We're also gonna we got a couple of questions for his mentor well, as well. I just want to know, how do you feel like you see yourself? Do you see yourself best in game time situations, mm -hmm. or do you feel like you see yourself best in like? Training or like, like, combine, a per, like a perfect game combine yeah, type of combine situation, situation where you're not playing a tournament. Like, you know, yeah, a there's not situation. a lot of pressure on you, but still, like maybe somebody's coming to watch you or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or in a game where like we're trying to win this game or something, we might be down, we might be up, but it doesn't matter. This is just the pressures of the game. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you see yourself? Yeah, to me, you know, when it comes game time, I'm always ready. Mm -hmm. um, the bigger the crowd, the bigger the performance. You know, that really, that's pretty much just the play I am. Mm -hmm. You know, whoever comes to watch me, you're just gonna be in for a show. Um, yeah, but I like both showcases. You know, mm -hmm. my workouts, game time. I treat everything the same. Mm -hmm. um, everything's not phased me. You no, know, I just come ready to play. Yeah, no matter what. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Of course. All right, all right. We knew, we knew it. We knew he was gonna say that. Why we keep asking the questions? We know the answer. We already know. This, this <laughs> is my last question. I see you got the chains out. So. Okay. <laughs> nice golden. What's your swag on the field though? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what are you wearing? First of all, you didn't do your homework. So, I seen the swag. You got these long, these long pants. He doesn't do the short. I used to do the short yo, back in the day. I'm I used to do the, I don't know if I, I probably watching Mad Jackie Robinson, yo. That's my problem. Yo, but I, was, I used to do the short. I see you do the extended, the extendo. Mm -hmm. But, are you, what about the chin pad? You got, you like shin pads? You like Double the, cause I like, per personally, I kind of like when everybody's all, yeah, it kind of looks hot to me. I kind of look, arm pads, you know, you kind of looking like a mutant out there. You kind of look like <laughs> X-Men, yeah. So like, but but with you though, you like the chains, you like the the shades on, the shades on top of the hat. What are you, what's, what's your, what's your, uh, what's your Yeah, style? I'm more of a, uh, I like, I like being a little flashy, you know. Mm -hmm, I take it to consideration mm -hmm. that you look good, you play good. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. that's what I like to hear. That's really why I like that too. <laughs> You know, that's the way I am. You know, I gotta get a little cut before the game. Mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> a little girl, you play good. That's it. That's it. Any, pit, any shot? Yeah, the leg guard, with the leg guard, elbow guard. I see you with the sleeve, and you yeah. know, you know, I do my hands. You know, yeah, you got a little good. You know. All right. That's All what's right. up, yo. And I definitely feeling that, man. That's what's up, man. So, 
So you know you do you you being Dominican. What first of all were you were you Dominican born or you are you born here? Oh, I was born in the United States. You born in the United States. Uh, yeah. So, but you being the Dominican descent, you obviously follow the Dominican players a little closer. Mm -hmm. Honestly, in my opinion, before we even get into it, first generation gen Dominican American born here in America. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nah, okay, that's, I that's just like us. I too. think the Dominican players is. The best. Dominican and Puerto Rican. I think the Dominican Puerto Rican definitely the best. No, 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 no disrespect to the Venezuelans because they're there. The Cubans, yeah. they're there, but the Dominicans, some it's just like it's, a different it's way. It's a, it's a different it pizzazz. Yes, it's the it's the uh, it's something about the way I, they play. Honestly, it, it might be the flashiness, dog. I love, I love it. it. I, love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love the I love flashiness. It. So, you know, speaking of the fashionist or whatever, you know, Tatis Jr. was in all that, so, you know, got in all that about, you know, being him, basically, being mm -hmm. too flashy and all that. So, yeah. but, 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 but what, what Dominican players do you follow closely? Do you, 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 you like Soto, you like Guerrero Jr., mm -hmm. you, um, who, who, who you follow, and even some of the older guys, Pujols, who? Um, yeah, but, uh, I'm a big <clears throat> Manny Machado fan. Word? Mm. Yeah, Manny Machado fan. You mm. know. Manny Machado the Dominican? Yeah. I I, I Dominican okay. third baseman from mm -hmm. Padres. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a, like I like flashiness a little bit. You know, brings out a little bit of, like flair to the game. Mm -hmm. You know, I think Tatis does a really good job of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, he just got that big contract now, so mm -hmm. you yeah, see a lot they, more of that. They, they but they exactly. both big contract. Well, Manny yeah. got three hundred three hundred million, I think, plus two, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, so. You want to see more sauce like that on the field, mm -hmm. but you know Juan Soto, mm -hmm. I like him. I look up to him a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know I'm a versatile player. You know I see a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a big Griffey fan too. Oh my God, that's 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 <laughs> that's, 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 throw, that's, yeah. that's throwback, right? Right. Yeah, I'm a big yeah. Griffey fan. You know mm -hmm. he does it good both ways on the field. Mm -hmm. Um, at the plate, I look up to him a little bit too. That's what's up. Okay, that's what's up. So. You said that you were a flashy player. Like, how do you feel like when you like you might turn on ESPN or something and you see like the gatekeepers of baseball mm -hmm. saying that they don't like this flashiness and they, they you know just play the game mm -hmm. and all this like kind of taking the some, fun. some people see it as disrespect. Yeah, which I can't, like, I can't you, even. like is does that take the fun out of it for you? <clears throat> like, um, yeah, or do you see it as disrespect at all? Like. How do you feel about that? I mean, to a certain extent, you know, you always have respect for the game. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you're going out there, performing for all these fans. But, I mean, without that type of fun, it's, it yeah. makes it boring. It's man. a game. Yeah. You do what you do in your game. You're showing your respect right now. He's showing the respect right now. If you're looking, you see the respect on and off the field. That's what, that's what he's supposed to, that's the respect that he's supposed to show. Very on the mature. field, he can do his flashiness. It's, it's, mature, it's all right. Man. It's all right. Yeah, nah, definitely. Because um, you would think that he's somebody's telling him this or something like that, you know, like. <laughs> but yeah, you. We know you brought your uh, your family with you today. Mm -hmm. You know, um, just you know, tell us who, just who's here with you. Oh uh, yeah, my mentor. Mm -hmm. Um, he's my uncle. Mm -hmm. you know, I really look up to him. Mm -hmm. uh, special guy. You know, you're gonna hear about him in a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. But so. He has all the knowledge, the cheat code. That's why I call him. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. All right, let's bring on. Let's let's bring. 
Let's bring them on, man. And, let's uh, bring on. Let's bring a couple questions. Yeah, let's let's let's, let's bring the cheat code on. The cheat code. <laughs> the cheat code on real quick. Cheat code. So yeah, um, just telling you another. Thank you so much, actually, Devin Podcast for mm-hmm, having me here. Having the family <laughs> no here. problem, mm-hmm. no problem. Uh, you know, having Albert and the Serrano family here. So mm-hmm. we're here to uh, talk a little about, you know, uh, about Albert. Mm-hmm. How, um, you know, how much he worked, how hard he worked. Mm-hmm. But besides anything, I want to talk about his parents. Without his parents, he wouldn't be the young man he is today. The yeah, athlete he is man. today. That's good, man. That's definitely. They wake up every day consistently, having the discipline, you know, and um, having two and three jobs to make it possible where he get the best training, the best education. Mm-hmm. So you know that that start first. Mm-hmm. Besides anything, his parents. I mean, they are they the one that should get all the credit for the for this athlete that is here. Mm-hmm. For this great young man that. You know the sport is gonna um, is gonna see mm-hmm. the the star coming up. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a great intro. So <laughs> so, um, Chico, <laughs> what I got for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. You wanna introduce yourself? What's your name? Uh, the mentor. The mentor. Yeah. 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 Just the mentor. We yeah, just gonna yeah. leave it at that. No doubt. Yeah. I'm calling. I'm calling Chico. Yeah. Chico, in fact. So Chico. So with these kids playing. You know, yes. a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of youth, a lot of youth baseball. They're playing a lot, playing in this league. You, you, Albert probably been part of it. They're playing for this team, this team, that team, this team. Yes. How much, how much of a wear and tear do you think these kids are actually having? Do you think that wear and tear starting from playing all of this baseball early? No, I mean you got to start early. Mm-hmm. The way um. Life is today. You want, you know, with this technology, with the phones and all this website. I mean, the wear and tear is, you know, is, is a help for them to don't get distraction and don't follow all these uh, negative things that's going on in the social media. So um, sometimes the, I, I mean, the injuries come and the wear and tears from bad coaching. Mm. You see, when you got a great coach, he he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the parents are being cheated. There's some people that fill fake resume, you know, the parents should do their homework and they have to know where they put in their child, what, you know, academy or yeah. what program. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, most of the time I would say this, having a great coach, no injury. I mean, you can't stop injuries, but you mm-hmm. protect, you know, you know what you're doing, you protect the athletes. So mm-hmm. I think by you saying that, I think I already know what you're gonna say, but I gotta ask it anyway. About the kids throwing curveballs early. That's why they want to stop the kids from throwing curveball early because of the elbow action and all that. What do you What do you think about that? I, I mean, you you're not gonna get strength by throwing curveball. Mm-hmm. I believe, and, and that's what I said. A great coach would teach you how to get strength to your arm and throw fastball. Mm-hmm. The curveball is gonna come later on mm-hmm. because what you're doing is you're putting that you're hurting your elbow and your wrist and a lot of bad formation mm-hmm. would tear you up and you know and now that, that would and at the long run you're gonna see that the injuries was gonna come up mm-hmm. and gonna, you know you're not gonna last long in the game yeah no definitely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um well me and ricky we're haitian descent yeah you guys are dominican descent we know that mm-hmm. the food is some of the best some of the best food but at the same time mm-hmm. it, always, it, it isn't always the you know the healthiest yes. food 
Right, um, right, right. You know, like what kind of? I know, you know, and. Yeah, in yes. these households, <laughs> a lot of it is being eaten too. How do you guys feel like you know with the diet and everything like that? You know, tell us a little about about you know if you guys are doing anything and you know how you feel about those type of things. You, you know? know, first of all, I mean, putting him in a diet is just just killing him. Yeah, I mean, he's a hard worker. Uh, we gotta educate him. Mm -hmm. You know, we gotta educate him for his life. You know, for health. That's first of all, not just for sports. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, you know, he's he's organic. Okay. You know, he he loved being under the sun, mm -hmm. drinking water. You know, so um, and besides that, I mean, he eats you know a lot of vegetables, and but you know we gotta allow him to sometimes cheat. Yeah. If, you, know, mm -hmm. you know, he's, he's gotta not, be good. You know, he's, he gotta be natural. I yeah. mean. I mean, you can't get away from McDonald's and Burger King, but not all the time. I mean, have to be under supervision where know his weights, know where he's at. But um, besides it, you know, we got to let him be him. Mm -hmm. We got to let him be him and at the same time, but still supervise him. Knowing, you know, taking his fiscal, know where he's at. Mm -hmm. But understanding that whatever he puts in his mouth, you know, it comes with consequences. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. And and looking at his frame, it's just like he could he could he could he could he could have some burger. It would be alright if he takes a couple of cupcakes. You could again, you could just see the kids got. This is for the scouts and any coaches that have you haven't seen him. Yeah. He doesn't have any body fat at all. He probably just shreds. He's just all. He's already he's just muscle. So as soon as he starts to, he's just only eighteen. As soon as he starts to fill out, it's over. You feel like he stopped growing, or you think he still got a couple? No, of he still. I mean. His brother's six six, so and that's what I'm saying. So, so every morning he know he got to do his stretching when he <laughs> and so play some basketball. So that helps. It's always you know to to always have fun because you know his sister's there. His his competition, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so so let me just ask this last question for you. Yes. Knowing you guys, how I know you guys so far, it's like I know that. He's gonna be in the right hands, and with any idle time that you guys have with him, I know he's not gonna be idle and just be doing whatever. He's gonna be doing something constructive with that time. So, with that said, so like there, um, there's gonna be bigger gaps this year between in between the end of the high school season and the, and from the end of the high school season to the draft. And they're doing that. Um, they're gonna be trying to create a lot more showcases and combines and things for kids to get more information to the MLB teams and stuff. So. What 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 are you while while they're doing that? What are you gonna be doing that in that extra time with Albert? That's you know that's some good time right now. You guys can get before you know. I mean that's a great question. Mm -hmm. I tell you this. I mean you don't find every ten years, uh, a superstars, is on the making. Mm -hmm. I can tell you this. You don't find a five two ball player. Mm -hmm. I'm not just here to speak, and about Albert to tell you just Albert is a good ball player. It's a 5-2 ball players. Mm -hmm. We're not training to become a regular athlete. We're training to become superstar. Mm -hmm. He's not just going to be a sign-up baseball player. Because the star starts every single day to work hard mm -hmm. to become that superstar ball player. Mm -hmm. To become a Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. To become a Barry Bonds mm -hmm. or LeBron James. These people put in the hard work. Mm -hmm. You see, his natural talent his ability. <clears throat> now we have knows he's a five-two ball player, but it's having start yet. We're working it. We're exploring it. Mm -hmm. We're working that body for whoever, <clears throat> any major league baseball team that want a five-two, that want a superstar, a superstar ball player. 
you get it on Albert Serrano. Right. You, you 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 got it for sure. And I'ma just I'm I'ma end it like this. I'ma end it like this. The everything's out there if you really need to see it with this kid. You can see it right now. Um you go to Perfect Game, you're gonna see they have their they have people ranked and it goes up until nine. Right now he's at an eight and a half. They don't even have anything for eight and a half. That's crazy. But what that means is that he's 0.5. I was never good at math. Help me out here. That means that he's 0.5 away from being a nine. And he still has a senior season left. Which is fantastic. And you hear the way he's talking, man. And you hear the way he's talking. And you the, the, the numbers are there. 66th percentile in, in a lot of things that he's... All the stats are there. So you just... You forecast what you think might happen if you're a scout, if you're, you know, you're looking at him, you're and you're wondering what you should be thinking because this is someone that <laughs> that has it all and still has time to prove more. So and that the, was just the name alone. <laughs> just the name alone, yo. Ooh, I can't wait to see it on a jersey or something. Ooh, I can't someday, wait. Yeah. I'm gonna get it. Yo, I'm man, it was glad it. that you that you came to see us today, man. Yo, we really appreciate you. Thanks, you know man. your family and everything. It was glad to have you guys here. Mm -hmm. um, thank you guys. You know so much. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You know, a good young man right here. Yo. Yep. Can't wait to see what you're gonna do this season, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be definitely at these games pulling up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. hopefully you do a sideline interview with us in the future. So, you know? <laughs> always. <laughs> always. Yeah. Yeah, man. Right. So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. That's Exit 11 Podcast. You know, I'm Gabe, Ricky. We got uh, Mr. Albert Serrano, Serrano here, Albert. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, tune in for the next episode. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks.